And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come and take of the water of life freely. Revelation 22:17. This is quite an invitation and what I love about this verse, is that it is an invitation. This is a wedding that had not happened because although they are speaking as one they are named secretly so what am I even talking about? So glad you asked. We all know that marriage in all cultures is considered a covenanted process, a beautiful celebration with the families giving their very best to provide for that wedding, depending on your location and beliefs, either the groom's family or the bride's family but either way, all cultures hold marriage with the same honor, reverence, and lifelong commitment. No shock that the enemy has chosen marriage, true marriage as God intended between a male and a female is his hottest battleground. If he can pervert the very definition of marriage, he can attempt to confuse and twist one of the major end-time teachings of the New Testament. As Paul said, the great mystery that is Christ, his bride, which is the church and the great marriage supper of the Lamb, which the absolute culmination of all things that have ever been since he spoke everything into creation, all that has been and all that will ever be will be merged into oneness at that wedding. Just as he came to the garden and walked and talked with Adam, just as he came down and spoke with Abram, as he let Moses just glimpse his glory, just as he spoke through the prophets, giving each a little insight into his world, his beauty and his majesty, that they could never effectively put into words. He came down as a baby and even in that humble beginning, his great glory and majesty could not be concealed. The angels had to worship, they had to announce the arrival. Offerings in the form of gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh had to be brought before him because all kings and all nations will bow before him. People of all nations, languages, and tribes will bring their offerings of praise before him in that day. In that day our worlds will become one. Prophecy had been given since the dawn of time to ease humans into this, all the prophecies as they eagerly awaited his arrival on earth as Messiah. Thousands of years, with prophets fulfilling the words of other prophets, which tells us a little of what level of preparation was needed. Think of John the Baptist, who fulfilled the words of the prophet Isaiah and Malachi. John 1 15-23, John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I spake, he that cometh after me is preferred before me. And of his fullness have all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. And this is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask, Who art thou? And he confessed, and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elises? They knew the prophecy but Jesus said that John was the foretold voice fulfilling this prophecy, and he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered and said, No. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? that we may give an answer to them that sent us, what sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Esaias, Isaiah. They could hear the voice that just did not want to hear they did not want to acknowledge the time they were entering, just as those today have sent their messengers in attempt to tear down the gospel of Christ, hoping to silence the voice that will not silenced, that voice shall bellow from the very mountaintops. So just what did Isaiah say? Isaiah 43-5, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, 
Lift it up, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, smoothed out. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Why? Why was and is a preparation needed? Well, think about those verses, this was to prepare people for an encounter with God. In preparing for this preparation, even the angel Gabriel was sent to Zacharias, to proclaim that he and his aged wife would have a child, a chosen child and even that there were to name him John, which literally means grace and given John's commission before he was even conceived in Elizabeth's womb. And this was that commission, the words of the angel Gabriel is recorded in Luke 1:17, and he shall go forth in the spirit and power of Elias, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. How do you prepare people to the fact that their worlds are about to be rocked by the arrival of one, who will have the ability to miraculously heal the sick, restore sight to the blind, cause those bound by paralysis to rise and not only walk, but run and leap because of the joy he also placed in their recovered souls. One who will speak to the storms and command them to cease. Speak to demons and they should fall at his feet and tremble in terror of him. That he would have the ability to look through us, into our very souls and perceive every single thought of not only our conscious mind but also our soul and heart. One who would have such a gentleness and absolute tenderness that he would verbally defend women against the spoken and unspoken hatred and judgment of others, healing them not with touch of his hand but with his love, giving them access to his very heart. One who cried in sorrow with those who grieved. One who would walk on water and be transfigured into his glorious light before the very eyes of a select few, as he spoke with Moses and Elijah. That he would not only raise the dead but that his own dead body would raise up, some symbolism in that, the resurrection his church now desperately needs. How do you prepare people for that? Just as the Hebrews were scared absolutely to death of him at Mount Sinai, they did not want to talk to him, they pleaded with Moses to be a go-between. As scared as they were, even seeing his mercy, glory, and protection. How much more terrified would people have been had they not been prepared by these prophecies of what they should expect? Now, as our scripture from Revelation tells us, those voices are to be heard and the first voice mentioned is the voices speaking together the Spirit and the Bride speaking in complete unison. God dealt with me several years ago, about the need for that surrender by His Church a submission that would truly allow that merging, it is an old post, from 2014 and revised in 2015, but if you have a moment, please read it and it will help in understanding this one, click here merge. I really believe that we have come into that unison, those who have sought have found, and I also believe that the invitations are already being delivered. I believe it is that close. So I want you to look at a couple of things in that verse, okay, they are technically still separate, but they are speaking as one so that separation is merely location. Remember with the Jewish grooms of the Old Testament, the groom returns for his bride, there is no question about their relationship only the final preparations to be made so that she can join him. So next time, I'll get into our starter verse and we'll look at that wedding invitation a little closer and decipher our duties in getting other prepared for the reign of Jesus Christ on this earth. And no longer is it just an invitation, it is that they should be washed, clean, clothed and ready to enter into the doors. And nothing will ever fully prepare this world to meet its maker, who will not be visiting for walks in the cool of the evening or teaching chosen disciples but will take his place among his people and for that I am not sure they could ever be completely prepared. Phi Lambda Omicron Gamma Zeta Omega Sigma Alpha Lambda Pi Iota Zeta Omega NB 2018. 
Original post-2018 but more than ever we need to remember and be encouraged that there is so much greater ahead. Other posts in this series. Prepared part number 2 Oxygen to Fire. Prepared part number 3 would-be wedding crashers washed inside out. Prepared part number 4.